Welcome to Alexandra and Friends. Thank you so much for being here. We are live, so I'm saying we're here. We're at the Old House Barbecue in Carrollton, Texas, off of Josie Lane. And uh, you can hear Mr. Guillen chopping out the barbecue, the brisket, for your baked potato today. So well, let me just bring you Happy New Year, and we just want to let you know that this is where our new home base is going to be for Alexandra and Friends. This morning, I'm joined by my co-host, Daisy Palomo. Good morning, Daisy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Old House Barbecue, our new home, and uh, happy 2023. Well, thank you so much, and I want to introduce our co-host, well, not our co-host, I'm sorry, our co-producer, Mr. Luis Palomo. Hello, sir. How are you? He's Thank in the you. audience. He's not He's responding. in the audience today. And Michael Clark, who is my producer from Alexander and Friends, is here with me, joining me. I don't know how long he's going to be with me, but he's right here. Good morning, Michael. Yeah, you know, you're kind of uh, pushing it there. I know. <laughs> I know. Kidding. I'm I here. Know. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. We have an amazing morning today. We're going to start our show today, first of all, with giving a little bit of blessing. And I'm going to ask Miss Palomo to give us a, just an introduction for our morning. Would you do that for to give us a little opening of our prayer? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for a new year, a new podcast, um, a fresh start to this year. And we uh, just bless our, our guests this morning, Lord, and also everyone that is listening to us and that's here present. Uh, we just want to shower them with your blessings, Lord. And we just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Shalom Shabbat to everybody, too. We are, uh, our show has been, I started this with one idea. We talk about life, health, wealth, and love. As we bring our guests, every guest has a story, and we bring them from all walks of lives, and we've had some amazing guests that I hope that we bring them back again for a second introduction. So today we're, uh, I just want to tell you a little bit uh, of something that I heard yesterday from one of, a gentleman that called me, said he was wanting to come to the show, wanted to work. You know, we were in Louisville or in Carrollton, and he um, mentioned that he had been listening to our shows all this time because we were a happy bunch of people that didn't know what they were doing, but he, we loved it. So I thought, oh my gosh, so here we are. We don't know what we're doing, but it's an amazing time, and I'm so excited that Daisy has joined me as I co my co-host and that uh, Marshall is not here today, Marshall Johnson. She had to go uh, to Atlanta for a family event, but uh, Courtney will be going to be spending more time with her children, and Billy Tatum will show up whenever he's not under the, under the houses with, with uh, his company structure foundation. So thank you for being here this morning. So I'm going to take a little bit of uh, time just to let you know that we will be, our show will be every Saturday, the first and last Saturday of every month will be held here at the Old House Barbecue. And we'd love for you to tell your friends and your partners. And we also need sponsors. So if you're willing to come and join us, we'll be, I'll be talking to you. So I'm going to um, introduce... the Pledge of Allegiance? Oh, I was just going to say, we're going to take just a second to listen to the Clark family to, to give us the Pledge of Allegiance, which we do for every show. So let's take one second. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you so very much. That, wasn't that wonderful? Well, with no further ado here, I'm going to introduce our guest today because it is about him today. It's, we yes. had this young man 
with us on our at the radio station. I did say young men. Did you hear that? I'm I'm flattered. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, Mr. Butch Perry. Is that correct? You'll I was going to call him yeah. the Beetle, but it's Butch I, Perry I was, with I a like, P Butch as in Beetle, Papa. But, uh, he was our guest on our show. He was amazing, and mm -hmm. I wanted to bring him back so he could take us back to the 80s and the 90s with the uh, Beatles, because I was a Beatles girl, I remember. 60s. Or the 60s? 80s and 90s? Sorry. Yeah, I think we're talking about the 60s. Oh, yeah. I, I'm so young then. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I got to see the Beatles at the at Highland Park High School. Can you believe that? Uh, I mean, I was lucky to get there. And it was an amazing time, but now, it's the 60s, but I always want to say 70s and 80s because I want to stay young. So anyway, Butch Perry is doing us an honor of being here today. He is here with the, uh, what, what is the name of your band, I'm sorry? JPGR, a Beatles tribute. Okay. I had, to, I had to step back for a second and think, what is JPGR? And I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, it well, stands for Jefferson Perry's Great Rhythm. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, is, that's my real name. Figured that out. Is that rhythm with your body or with us music? I'm not telling. <laughs> well, I'm so excited to have you here, Mr. Butch Perry. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I know you're very busy. And I see that your manager, Paula, um, what's your last name, sir? McDonald. Paula McDonald <laughs> wow. is here today. We love, I, I love her to death. And I'm so excited that you were able to take time to come and Meet us in 2023, and I hope that you have a great, successful year, because I know you're playing. You already played at the uh, American Legion last night. Mm -hmm. Oh, very good. And so y'all see these microphones, right? You got the little tip on there that's made yes. of felt that looks like the place where you should talk into, but it's actually an eraser for your memory. So <laughs> oh. you have to forgive Alexandra. And it's working. <laughs> Three Nations tonight. They're playing at Three Nations in Carrollton, Texas. And also, before you go to Three Nations, stop at Old House Barbecue to have a big barbecue sandwich because this is where our show is. And we definitely want to thank Mr. Jose Guillen for giving us the opportunity to have this location here for us for our show. And, and we also have a special right now, and oh. it's for a, a large... A massive baked potato. He should call it the gigantic potato. Brisket special. baked potato. Mm. And you can add your meat to it in six ninety nine. So if you come and listen to our podcast live, um, you can enjoy that special, and we'd be grateful for that. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. That's a great introduction. Well, thank you again. We with. I want to go ahead and let Mr. Butch Perry tell us a little bit about him since he is here today and tell us a little bit about his story, his background, and about his music and why he decided to be Butch Perry, <laughs> JPGR, okay? Well, good morning. <laughs> okay, I, I really can't answer why I decided to be Butch Perry. That was kind of given to me <laughs> after I was born. So what is your real name? My real name is Jefferson, Jefferson Perry. And uh, I am from Dallas, Texas. I was born in Dallas mm -hmm. and uh, grew up here. And uh, so uh, now I live in California. Please don't hurt me. Um, <laughs> Come back. I, I don't bring California with me. I take Texas back to California. Uh, but uh, yeah, I went to Brian Adams High School. Ooh. And uh, just kidding. So just kind of fast forward. Um, I um, I did I uh, after high school I went to the army and then I uh, 
When I got out of the Army, I started college and uh, traveled around a little bit. And I became a flight attendant for Braniff International, uh, late 70s, early 80s. And, and, he, and he looks like a good flight attendant, doesn't he? He's nice and, and thin and uh, not slim. a really... Yeah, he's a slim guy. Where are the exit doors? The exit doors? Uh, just, uh, you know, I don't say, remember. Here, here, and here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I've, I've, I've been, I'm too close to this microphone. It's erased my memory, so I, don't, I can't remember exactly where the... Now, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you all about it when you get on the plane. Uh, but as far as getting into the, the Beatles, I've always been a Beatles fan. I was 13 uh, when the Beatles were on Ed Sullivan, and I just knew there was something there. There was some Ed kind of... Ed Sullivan? Yeah, Ed mm-hmm. Sullivan. You, you remember Eddie? I don't think she watched TV in the 60s. Yeah, Ed Sullivan, it was the Ed Sullivan show. It was uh, February 9th, 1964, and the Beatles, uh, it was their first uh, American performance. And uh, I was only 13, and um, it, was just, it was just amazing. Something just clicked. And, um, you know, every garage in America started having a band, you know, playing, playing something. Everybody wanted to be in a band. And so... Um, I was one of those, but it was a little early, a little later. I didn't really get into a band until I was 16, and I was I started out playing drums, and then I gravitated to the guitar, and then uh, after I went to the army, I was you know kind of away from music for a while because there were, weren't a lot of bands in the in the army. So let me interrupt you for just a second. So you joined the army in what year? 1970. Thank you for your service. Thank it you. was an yes. honor. It was we, an honor. We appreciate that. A very uh, wow. So, were you? Did you ever meet Elvis Presley? <laughs> say, say again. Did you ever meet Elvis Presley? No, I didn't meet him. He went in in 1958. Oh, <laughs> I was only eight years that. old. Okay. I tried to enlist at eight, but they wouldn't take me. So. I just, you know. See, all those decades are just blending together for you. I'm sorry, Alexander. Life is just keeps on going. You she know, just you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, Butch, my dad, so I'm the generation after you, but my dad was in the garage band when he was in high school, uh-huh. and he graduated from uh, uh, Carter. Yeah, and, Carter, yeah. yeah. And their band was trying to emulate Question Mark and the Mysterians, but not the Beatles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 96 That's tears. the one. Yeah. What was the name of that band? Question Mark and the Mysterians. Wow. It's 1971. Something like that. Y'all are going over my head oh. with all of these. I know they're going over sports. my head. Are you talking about? I'm my, over. I thought my you head. did your research for this interview. Well, I did. I have. I, I've just researched she Butch. Didn't even know my all last I know name. about Butch. <laughs> right. Yeah, you researched. But I wanted him to, to to tell us all about him. You know, why am I gonna? He's here. He's our guest. Well, I'm this, sure he will if you let him end twice. Yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to know about Elvis Presley. Okay. Where was I? Um, <laughs> no. No. I've. I did. I did. I've never met Elvis Presley, but I did see him uh, when he came to the Cotton Bowl in 1957. Wow! And that was uh, that was great. He he drove out of his uh, Cadillac uh, from uh, this, you know, where the the tunnel where the you know the ball players all come out, and he drove around. And I remember him standing up and pretending to play a guitar. He he stood up, and you know, all the women were screaming and. Uh, Including my mother, <laughs> I'd never heard her scream like that, except unless it was at me. But uh, I guess it was just a different kind of scream. When she yells at me, it's more of a primal scream. But um, so take us back to when you started your playing your guitar. guitar. Oh, I started playing guitar. Um, I just got a book and just learned some chords. And I was in a I was in a couple of bands uh, back in the '60s. I was in uh, a band called the Five in One which was a really a good band. 
had uh, myself, Buff Baker, Steve, Steve, oh, what was Steve's last name now? I'm, I'm talking too close to this microphone now. <laughs> Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Well, <laughs> name can't get any easier than that. Steve Smith, John Talley, um, and Sonny Weekly, and I played the drums. And uh, then I got into another band after that, and I started playing guitar. So I got used to being, you know, in, in the front and, and singing. And um, then I, uh, you know, life moves on. You know, then after that, I joined the Army. I got out of the Army, and, and I, I'm repeating myself now. I went to, went to college, and then I moved around a bit, became a flight attendant. And then I um, ended up moving to California, uh, where I uh, became an actor uh, for a while and wow. uh, did some... an actor? Oh, we need to know about that. We need no, to I know did. about that. Oh, uh, well, I, I, um, my, my first really big break was The Young and the Restless. I was a... Uh, my favorite I was the, show! I, was the, I, was the, I still watch it once in a while. Were you The Young or The Restless? Uh, a little of both, Young and Restless. <laughs> That's why they call it Young and the Restless. Uh, I, was the, I was the restless head juror. Uh, Jamie Lynn Bauer... Oh. Uh, at that time was on trial for trial. murder or something and yes. I was the juror the head juror and I just uh, you know it was really difficult I did had to you know I mean wow what do you say yes your honor we have we find the <laughs> defendant guilty and you know, I was thinking how are the different ways I can say that yes your honor we have you know, yeah she's guilty you know, wait you know. did you ever do any game shows I was a participant on a game show spec um I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was, um, they got some of us, we, we did the game show, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was uh, to try to sell the game show. So I was a mock contestant. A mock oh. oh, contestant. Boy, but, you've just done a little bit of everything. Wow. So let's get back to your Beatles uh, time. So I, I want to know more about the Quarry Man and about when you meet, did you ever meet any of the Beatles in person? I've met George Harrison. Ooh, I met, I met wow. George Harrison in 1987 at Spago's Restaurant, uh, Big Eatery <laughs> in, in California. And I was working as a security guard because um, they were going to have an after American Music Awards party. And I was hired as a security guard, and our job was to kind of try to keep people from hounding the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, Celebrities that came in. As you can see, I'm such an imposing figure. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. But um, I was standing there with one of the other security guards, and we saw this mass of people run past us, just just storming past us. So you failed at your one job so of I, stopping the masses from attacking the oh, I tackle, celebrities? Oh, I tackled at least five people. I'm surprised the cowboys didn't, you know. No, uh, we, we, you know, one of the other security guards, we saw this mass of people, and we thought, uh-oh, you know, there must be some trouble. So we ran down, and we followed this crowd to the, the entrance, and George Harrison and Tom Petty walked in. Wow. Oh, cool. So, of course, you know, I had to do my duty, so I'm, like, you know, trying to act tough. You know, okay, everybody, get away. Come on, come on. Give the man some room. Let him breathe. <laughs> and uh, I think I repeated this on your last podcast. I you know, heard, uh, yes. I got on, I, I, I looked at him, and uh, George Harrison looked around, and in that George Harrison voice. He says, "Oh, what an auspicious occasion!" And I'm like, "Oh my God, that sounds just like George Harrison." You know, I, I thought he sounded like that only in movies. And I had a really uh, 
brain fart moment there. I couldn't remember what auspicious meant. I'm like, does, is he happy? Is he sad? Is, is it crowded? Is it loud? Does he have to go to the bathroom? You know, what? <laughs> what does that mean? You know, and then finally it came to me. And, um, but of course I couldn't hang around him, but I got up to him and uh, I just, I was face to face with him and I looked over and I saw Tom Petty and Tom Petty just gave me a shrug and a look like, you know, well, what do you expect? It's George Harrison. Wow. And they knew we were security because we had the badges and, the, and everything. So he figured it was okay for me to be there. So I just looked at George Harrison and I said, well, Mr. Harrison, I can't think of anything to say but just thank you. You know, your, your music raised me from the time I was 13 to the time I was 20 and went in the Army. And he just looked down at me and went, no, thank you. And he stuck out his hand and we shook hands. Did you wash your hands afterwards? You, know, you, you see that grimy green stuff? <laughs> my, you know, it, it, it cakes on after a while. For you. So my question to you is what made you pick a tribute to the Beatles? Why, why the Beatles? Why not any other band? Well, I like the, the Beatles. Well, the opportunity presented itself to be in a Beatles tribute band. Um, uh, my wife had gone to a, um, a party. I, I couldn't attend, but she went to a, a party of a friend and uh, when she came home, she said, um, you would have really liked this band. They, they played all Beatles music. And I said, really? What was their name? She goes, well, I, I think they were called JPGR. And I went, okay, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And I said, well, I'm wondering if maybe somebody in that band might know someone who would like to start a, another band. didn't have to be Beatles, just, you know, a band, uh, you know, play 60s, 70s, 80s music. And uh, I was able to get the phone number of one of the guys who was the John, who was John, John Lennon in the band. <clears throat> and so we, um, I called him, and we got along on the phone. And uh, so he decided that he, he was looking to kind of get into an, another band too, not, not leave JPGR, but be in a, an, another band that wasn't playing on nights that they played. And so he said, well, I'll come over to your place. You know, you got, you got a guitar, and let's, let's just jam and see, what, see what's there. So he came over, and when he got out of his car, I looked at him, I said, oh, my God, I know this guy. He worked out at the gym where I worked out. And I'd noticed him because he had kind of that Rod Stewart hair, haircut. Oh, Rod <laughs> and, Stewart. Uh, oh, yeah, kind of, oh, yeah, kind of the Rod Stewart haircut. And uh, so we, we, he, and he remembered me, and I remembered him. Uh, and we realized when we started singing that we had something. And as um, time went on, he, he called me one day, and he says, uh, my JPGR band is going to be playing at this church festival. Uh, would you like to sit in for a couple of songs? You know, and I uh, take my place. And I said, Yeah, sure. And so I went, and uh, I was really scared because you know I was getting up there for really the first time in how many years, uh, playing in front of people. So I took the stage, I took his guitar, and we did help, and we did the night before. And I knew then that I really wanted to get into a band, but you know. Me, you know, starting another Beatles band, I didn't think would be possible. But uh, as it turned out, his name is Glenn Salter, by the way. Glenn Salter. Glenn Salter. Yeah, he 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 moved. He moved to North Carolina, and I, when I talked to him, I said, "Well, what's going to happen to to JPGR?" And he goes, well, "I really don't know. Uh, why don't you call Alex, who was the the bass player?" So I called him up. And I said, Glenn suggested that I give you a call if you, you know. Uh, he says, well, why don't you come over to my house and bring your guitar and um, let's, let's do, some, do, do a few Beatles songs. He said, well, it'll only be about an hour. So I went over there and we started playing. We realized that I, you know, he, he realized I could sing. I could, you know, I could kind of 
channel oh, excuse John. Excuse me a second. You can sing? I hope so. Wow. Since I'm John. <laughs> can you can you give us a just a little bit of give us one one just one 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 song. Just give us a something like help. Like help. Help. I need somebody help. Wow. Not just anybody help. You know I need someone help. I love that. Okay, oh my I'm, gosh. I'm, I'm almost falsettoing that. Wow. That's amazing. So take us to, now you are a very well-known band in California, per se, right? Is, and well, we, and we, in people, Texas, you're getting to be known very well. well we you hope, have a we great manager so. we, here. We enjoy Texas. Mm -hmm. We enjoy coming We love Texas. JPGR here. And okay. so tell us where we can hear you tonight. Uh, tonight, we're going to be at Three Nations in Carrollton, Texas. Well, of course, Texas. <laughs> Carroll, Carrollton, Nebraska. Uh, no, don't tell him there. So, so as you are going through your years of music, and you be work, you're doing another job, or are you just being playing music oh, well, all the I'm time? retired. I'm a retired teacher. And oh. my other job is I'm a club soccer referee. Wow. And oh. for all you s soccer enthusiasts out there, yes, I will not hesitate to kick out parents, coaches, and players for bad behavior. So... Be aware. Did y'all hear that? We want good <laughs> behavior. This is Alexander and Friends 660. I'm sorry. I got it. No problem. This is Alexander and Friends at the <coughs> Old House Barbecue in Carrollton, Texas. We bring to you our show of life, health, wealth, and love. Every first Saturday and last Saturday of the month, we will be taping here at this location. And our guest today is Butch Perry. My co-host is Daisy Palomo. And my producer is Michael Clark with his co-producer, Luis Palomo. We're here enjoying Mr. Butch Perry telling us about his life. So I'm going to ask you a question. You discussed this in our show last time, and you are, uh, were you, are you writing a movie or a book? Or tell me about what is, what is next in your life, and what can we do to help you? You can give me a bunch of money to pay for it. That would, that would be good. Um, no, what, um, I, you know, since I was such a Beatle enthusiast and I was always listening to uh, Beatle shows, you know, the, uh, like, uh, Back to the Beatles, The Beatle Years, Breakfast with the Beatles, and my favorite was The Beatle Years and with Bob Malik, who's uh, now retired, but he was the host of The Beatle Years, and it nationally syndicated, and it was... Uh, originated out of, uh, from K-Earth 101 in California, and I was always listening to it. <clears throat> well, I came up with an idea about the Beatles. I thought, uh, you know, uh, a, uh, how about a series with an expiration date, you know, which would be a miniseries. And uh, I thought, you know, that hasn't been done, you know. Uh, they've done some movies, which weren't all that great, but they, they, they tried. Uh, but... I contacted him. I actually sent him a, an email through K-Earth. And I remember one day I was in, um, and I, well, I, I told him my idea, you know, what, what I had in mind, and about a little mini-series, starting with the very beginning and working their way through. And so um, one day I was, while I was teaching, I, I heard my phone buzz in my back pocket. Well, I couldn't, you know, answer it, so I had to wait till I had a break. So... Uh, I looked at it and it was Bob Malik, and he wow. said he was very, very interested in in talking about this with me. So, um, so we met. We ended up met a, meeting at a French restaurant that everybody knew him, and uh, we talked about it. And he was really energetic about it. He really loved the idea, and so he wanted me to meet some uh, some people. So that had done a Beatles project. They wrote a, wrote a Beatles script. It didn't 
really catch on. It was about um, the, uh, the the band that Ringo was in called Rory Storm and the Hurricanes. So it was more of a about Ringo and, and his time before he went into the Beatles. But he wanted me to meet with him. And, uh, the guy's name is Paul Gay. And, and if you don't recognize that name, he wrote uh, and co-wrote cool. Liar, Liar. Liar, a movie liar. with Jim Carrey, and he co-wrote the movie The Little Rascals. Wow. Uh, which I remember The Little Rascals. I remember The Little Rascals. I remember being a little rascal. <laughs> <laughs> so so what, is, what do you want to do with, with you got it? Do you, have you finished it? Uh, well, it, I don't think any script is ever really finished. No, you you always, even when you see it on the screen, you're like, oh, I wish I'd done this. Uh, but no, what happened was I, um, I had this idea about uh, what I wanted to do, because I'd heard the name, I'd been reading, and I found out that there was this, uh, this, this, this lad from, from England named Ivan Vaughn. He was a friend of John Lennon's, because he lived, his, his aunt's property that he, he lived with her, his Aunt Mimi, shared some property with her. So they got to know each other, kind of as neighbors, and he went to school at the Liverpool Institute that they called the Innie in, um, in Liverpool. So, uh, so he knew both John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Uh, well, when he saw that Paul was bringing his guitar to school and playing, he said under a tree and play. You know, he he kind of encouraged uh, Paul. You know, maybe you should start a band, Macca. That's what they called Paul McCartney. It was Macca. That was his uh, nickname. And so uh, he said, "Well, no, I'm just I just play for fun because Paul's mother had had recently died, and so he was just immersing himself in learning to play guitar and." Didn't really think he would do much with it. Um, so I wanted to know more about this Ivan Bond. So I looked up the quarrymen on their website, and I sent a message. Says, I've got this idea uh, of a screenplay I'd like to do, but I need, I'd like to know more about Ivan Bond. Well, uh, Rod Davis, who was the banjo player for John Lennon's quarrymen, contacted me. And he said, I would love to help you. So we were going back and forth. I had a bunch of questions, and he sent me just page after page after page of information. And I just got more immersed into it. And, and I, so I, this was in 2010. That's how long I've been doing. So I really didn't start writing the screenplay till like 2012. So I was, you have a screenplay. I do have one, yes. Yes, wow. I do. So we need to find a producer that and would, an investor that would, to come. That would be lovely. Wow. I can't wait to read it. I think that's an amazing... You know, just think about when you write a, a screenplay or a book, the, I think the most important thing you need is the money that backs you up. Is that correct? Oh, that's, that's pretty important. That's the most important. Well, I want to tell you there is an Atlanta co company that Miss um, Johnson is working on today. She actually says she's there in Atlanta that is looking at hopefully maybe bringing a name for you. Well, uh, I just got a text from her, Thank so yeah, that right. would be a great, a great situation. Can you imagine having a some one of our guests be uh, the next producer of a big movie, and we get to get we we get to be on it, right? Well, what was really fun was that some of the, the other corpsmen pitched in. The you two didn't corpsmen, say yes, yes. Oh, so Butch, what, what did so I just concerned. say yes to? <laughs> We're all going to be... You're all um, gonna, you can all be in the movie, yes. yes. We're all going to be in the movie. Well, let, let me just take just a second. This is Alexander and Friends. We, we, our podcast is every first and last Saturday of every month. Let me just jump into Daisy for just a second. Daisy, I know you had a lot of questions for oh, him. Oh, yes, but I What do is your, your most important question before our show ends today? Well, um, I want to know what it was like growing up in Dallas in the 50s. I mean, I, 
I'm uh, probably on the younger side of the spectrum here. Uh, grew up Uh-oh. in the 70s. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. But I have an old soul because I was raised by my older brothers and sisters and they had an absolute love for music. And so my very first concert was um, when I was three years old. It was in the the Trinity um, Grove Banks. No, the Banks of the Trinity. And it was an outdoor free concert. And it was Santana. Oh, my God. War. And I can't say if, if there was anybody else. I don't know. But those were enough. And I was three. And so um, that music just stuck with me. I and love so music. I really love old, like, 50s music, 60s music. And when I first heard JPGR, I was, like, singing all the songs. And my husband's like, how do you know this music? I'm like, I just, I really love it. The Beatles are amazing. So um, tell me a little bit about how it was for you growing up in Dallas, Texas, and uh, in that time frame. Well, let's see if I can remember all this stuff. I was rather young at the time. Uh, I was born in 19... <laughs> and, um, in, the, in the 1900s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sometime in the 1900s. Um, I, it, it, was, it was interesting because life was so simple. You know, I was just, I was just a child. I was like, you know, um, I, in 1950... Music really started for me in 1956. Okay. And, you know, that's when Elvis came out. So that was, you know, that was like, wow, you know, Elvis was the guy. But, you know, as far as just the 50s, it's, it's, it, it, my memory is a little, little fuzzy on that because, I mean, I was just a child, you know, I was, um, I, think I just I, remember things being easy. You know, I mean, you, you depended on your parents for everything. For you know? everything. I mean, I, was, I didn't. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, when I was in first grade, I went to Charles A. Gill Elementary School. And uh, they had a, uh, a a talent show. It was called the Dad's Club Variety Show. And for some reason, I, I mean, I really can't remember how it came about, but I was chosen to be Elvis <laughs> and, uh, for this variety show. So they bought me this, uh, this, I had this white sports coat and a little bow tie. And a, I think they put a, I, don't, I can't remember if they put a carnation on me or not, black slacks. And they gave me this guitar. It was bigger than me. It was like, it's like the, it was like the equivalent of a floor bass guitar, you know, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, for me. But I held it, you know. They put a strap on me, and I was, so I sang "Don't Be Cruel" to a, I don't be to cruel. a yeah to a piano. There was a woman playing piano, and so you got this little baby voice. You know I can't be found <laughs> sitting home, mom. Mm, you know, I did, I did the whole thing, and I was wiggling my leg. You know, I was I was shaking my leg. I didn't know how to wiggle my hips, but I knew how to shake my leg. And I'm strumming this guitar, not knowing what the heck I'm doing. I'm just, you know, I'm just poking at it, you know. And, and the and the audience was just getting, they were just going nuts over it. And they had they planted some girls behind me to scream. Oh, cute. And then they had me come out later and do do the song Making Whoopie. And I look back now and say, what is a six-year-old wow. <laughs> doing singing the song Making Whoopie? Awkward. Well, all I've got to say, if you had an adventurous life, and, and uh, I'm, I'm so glad you're here today and that you found time um, with all your bookings that you're having here in Dallas, that you have time to come and join us for our Saturday podcast here at the Old House Barbecue. Well, I'm going to kind of close our show a little bit, but, so I want to kind of wrap up a little. Uh, well, can I plug this place real quick? We're playing here tomorrow night. You're, yeah, do that, that. That's what we're going to do. I was oh. going to let you do that. I well, just actually, 
I was gonna I was gonna have I know that you have your manager here and we want to make sure that everybody knows that you're playing here tonight but why don't you tell us who your who is in your band the name you, the the people that are playing in your band what time you're going to be here and where are you uh, looking forward to going next from here and where people can follow you on right. that newfangled social media oh, stuff. Okay, We're, because well, we will have all our that manager, on our Facebook. I, we have a we have a website, uh, but uh, what this, is your website? Well, uh, it's it's interesting because the the members of the band now are different from the members of the band we brought last time. I saw so, that picture. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, you well, you put uh, you have a photo down there of the band that Glenn was in. None of us were. None of nobody was in that. I wasn't in that band. Well, leave it to your manager. Okay, well, uh, but, you know, um, I play John, uh, the, uh, the rhythm guitar player, and uh, we have a, a new lead guitar player. His name is Tyler. And then we have a Paul McCartney. His name is Peter. His, his middle name really is Paul, but he says people wouldn't believe him if he told, they told him. And he is amazing. He was in, uh, at one time, he was in uh, the Fab Four, he was in a group called 1964. He was in a local Dallas band called Me and My Monkey. And he has also played in Liverpool at the Cavern. Wow. And he came on just after Pete Best and his brother wow. Rogue Best wow. on stage. Seriously. So this, this guy, and he's left-handed wow. <laughs> on stage. I like it, him already. You know, even though we don't know, we don't look anything like the Beatles, we uh, aesthetically on stage, we, we pull off the, you know, Paul and George sharing a mic, and then me and Paul sharing a mic. It, it, so it, it, it so was it's really fun. a lot of fun last so night. So the cavern still exists. In the Liverpool. cavern still exists. Well, see, yeah. if it, if the Beatles came from America, I have the feeling that like their starting out point, like a place like the cavern, wouldn't exist here anymore. Well, there was a place in we Dallas were. called the Cellar. Oh yeah. yes, downtown yes. Dallas. Downtown Dallas. And I that's, remember that's that. not around anymore, is it? No, I couldn't no. tell you. No, it's not. No, there was a, there was also a place called the Texas Theater where they caught somebody. I don't remember yes, who that guy I was. Yes, I believe that uh, goes back to 1963. That's no clip. I know where that's at. Yeah, I remember. I was in biology school, a class at that in that year. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Butch Perry. Perry. No, I, I don't want to call him not Mr. To be Mr. Mr. Perry. Steve I love Perry. the name Butch. Let me just jump a little bit. I want to talk to Daisy for just a second. She had an amazing day yesterday. Tell us about yes. your day, Daisy. Yesterday. Yes, so yesterday I was on a Korean radio station, DK.net, and I was announcing... Can you say it again? DK.net, and I was announcing my candidacy for Carrollton City Council for place six. So um, officially started my campaign yesterday, and um, I'll be filing the application a week and a half from now, and I was... um, Blessed to be introduced by uh, Young Sung, who I will be. Basically, he said, "Here's the reins. I'm I'm handing them off to you, and I'm blessing you to be the person that takes my spot on the council." So that was really great, and I was able to speak to, to the Korean community and say my one word in Korean. What was it? Samsamida. I okay. probably say it wrong so too. I've and, got a, a, a and that would be followed here. up by Chomaneo. You know, we, we we've got Chomaneo. a national audience, so, so when we're broadcasting from this barbecue restaurant in Carrollton, so everybody here knows where Carrollton is, what Carrollton is. But for those who don't, explain the significance of a, a city, a suburb 
like Carrollton and you running for city council. And your seat. It's not like... In what district? Well, I'm asking for like demographics, like what kind of city is this? Absolutely. So Carrollton, uh, we're in North Texas. We're a suburb of Dallas. Uh, That's where I was born and raised. And uh, me and my husband have been living in Carrollton for 15 years now. And I tell everyone it's a large city. It's 145,000 people. But we have a small town feel. Like everybody knows each other. And uh, it's, it's great. We love being in Carrollton. Uh, one of my top priorities is public safety. And my husband and I just graduated from the Citizens Police Academy on Thursday night. Wow. So we were super wow. excited. Congratulations. About that. So cool. Thank you. Yeah, so we're looking into doing more volunteer work with them and uh, making sure that they're, they're supported um, by the community, not just, you know, from city government that they get their paychecks from, that they know the people of Carrollton are behind them and support wow. them. Congratulations, Daisy. I think you're going to be a fabulous city councilwoman. And uh, we're behind you. And we're lo- when is the election? And when is, uh, could you please tell us? So um, at this moment, I believe Election Day is May 7th. 2023 so i have some months to um hit the ground running but i will do that here this coming week that'll that'll come up quick it will and how can people get hold of you daisy um they can get a hold of me through my website or on social media daisy palomo for carrollton and also um my website is um www.votepalomo.com Wow. Thank well, you. congratulations. Well, I live what in California, and I'm going to vote for you. Thank you. I think we can do that now. Yeah, I think California will let you in California. We try not to do that too. many mail-in ballots, but, you know. <laughs> I think that's what happens when you live in California. You want to vote for everybody and, and, and still keep California the way it is. Thank you so much, Daisy. We're so honored. 2023, our first show. Yes. We not only get a fabulous, uh, we ha- we've got Butch. What was your last name? Perry. <laughs> Smith. <laughs> with us on, on, this, on this first show, but we also have the honor of having Daisy uh, give us, her, I mean, she's throwing her hat right in front of us here today. We're so excited. Thank you so much, Butch, for telling us, and tell us a little bit about how they can get hold of you. JPGRBeatlesTributeBand.com. There you go. Awesome. They're also on Google and Facebook and yeah. YouTube. Yeah, you, if you go to YouTube, you can Google. You can see us uh, when we played... Uh, we were here last November and played at the Carrollton uh, Switchyard Festival, which was huge, and we got a really, really good re- reception, and we were very proud of that. That's awesome. Well, hey. we love you guys, the JPGR band, a tribute band to the Beatles, and we can't wait to see you tonight at Three Nations and tomorrow night here at yeah. Old House Barbecue. So Friday at Dee Dee's in Frisco. So to, tonight they'll be at the, where, sir? Three Nations. And tomorrow? Here. Here where? Where we're, we're national now. Old House Barbecue. Old House Barbecue. <laughs> and then. And you, you can get all that information on their website. Right. Pe- people listening to the podcast, they're already on their computer or their phone. They'll find a JPGR, uh, a, a Beatles. A, Beatle, a, a Beatles, Beatles tribute band dot com. Dot com. Yeah. yeah, come see us. We'd really love to see you. And you can go and look, find Alexander and Friends on any of your social media podcasts, Google, iTunes, Spotify. We'll also be having our, our Facebook, Alexander and Friends, or alexanderandfriends.com. And the food we, is fantastic here, by the way. Yes, we bring an special. appetite. 
We want to wish you all a very happy new year. Our next show will be on the last Saturday of January. We're looking forward to seeing you again. Michael, thank you so much for this podcast. Butch, thank you so much. Daisy, thank you for being here. Thank and you. congratulations. Thank We're you. We're looking forward to your campaign. Oh, next week is the Martin Luther King holiday. There will be a parade downtown Carrollton. We're looking forward to seeing you and make sure that Remember, God is good, and we really appreciate you being here. Bye-bye.